you're listening to Good As Hell. I'm your host, John Rutherford. I'm Rick Hampton. Um, and I'm Nick Potter. Hey! hey! Two on the bounce! What's up? Can't be a guest host anymore. This is like if you sleep with a girl when you were 19, you slept with a girl two nights on the trot, your girlfriend and boyfriend. That's how it works. Yeah, that's true. That's All true. Right. So, yeah. Well, you never John speak John to her again. John had one girlfriend. They're your options. I had more than one girlfriend. Fuck off, dickhead. Anyway. Um, <laughs> You're fucking slow to pick up on that yeah, one. I know. <laughs> um, I'm, trying to get to, I'm trying to get through it because we've got, in the words of Daniel Bedingfield, we've got to get through this because yeah. we overshot by half an hour last week. Um, I know. I'm, I'm not giving this content away for free. I can only assume that's because we increased the um, hosting staff by 50%. Uh, no, it's because you. I mean, that was that was part of it, but I'm sure. But it was because you insisted on reading out tweets from the last two weeks and then asking us what we thought about them. <laughs> yeah, Rick was trying to sort of it, round yeah. it up, and you yeah, were yeah, like, yeah, "Oh yeah. no, no!" But actually, yeah, um, yeah. We got to f- fifteen minutes before the end of the hour when we switched to actual subjects that we could talk about. I was also um, we had last week was probably the best episode we've done. Um, I had also drunk half a bottle of gin. Um, and I was feeling supersonic, drinking gin and tonic. So, ah. fuck yourself. Actually, on a related note, I drank quite a lot last night. So, you know, I'm not going to be like giving it all that. <laughs> so it's he's yeah. going to be like the sniper in the corner, yeah. just quietly observing, gunning and people then down, firing. Yeah, taking taking pot shots. Hey, uh, he's an IDF sniper, and the listeners. Funny bones. Oh, 21 year old paramedics. I was going to say um, three year old um, Garzan. Garzan? Garzan. Garzan um, toddlers. So, you know, best snipers in the Good. world, the IDF, because the targets are so small. <laughs> we're, we're, we've, got, we've got some stuff that we've got to cover off um, from last week. First and foremost, the. Um, the um, Daesh, as uh, BBC like to call them, um, the ISIS monster truck. I wrote down ISIS cream van. Nice. Oh. Nice. Work? Or ISIS dream yeah. van, maybe. Ooh. Yeah. No, I like ISIS cream van. Okay. That's good. Um, did, we I, get any, did we get any people writing suggestions? No, because I only put the podcast up this morning. So in four months' ah, time, of course. Of um, course. the Zodiac, the fucking Unabomber. Um, yeah. Master Commander. Master Commander. Will um, send me (laughs) 400. Who is it? He will procedurally generate using um, a AI learning tool. Yeah. Tons of ISIS. Thuns of ISIS puns. Um, Other things we need to clear up. Um, May 31st. So we're a little bit past it now, but May 31st marked the 13th anniversary of Brian Harvey running himself over with his own car after oh, gorging the man, onto the legend. jacket potatoes, yeah. Yeah, the man, the legend. Your, was that your mum that thought, your mum, wasn't it, John, that thought he'd overdone it as spudgy-like? Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> she was working there at the time. He was in there every day. He was obvious, he obviously boshed too many pills and, uh, to coin a phrase, lost his book. No, we've done, <laughs> we've done this, yes. <laughs> We've spoken about this before. He tried to kill himself. <laughs> yeah, with a jacket potato. With a jacket potato. Um, yeah. I wrote down when I saw that. I wrote down um, 
Brian Harvey Weinstein, and I don't know what, but that's a thing, isn't it? That's something. The worst possible uh, timeline. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I think it's I no. Think it's well, let's well let's keep it in the pun catalogue yeah. for when you need episode titles. Good. Um, yeah. No, I use it this week. Um, no. Okay. Uh, things I wanted to talk about this week. Um, sure. J.R. Smith. Oh my god! Now he's for those Rick set set the set the scene, set a stall out for us. Explain what happened. So LeBron, I'll give a bit of backstory, but I'll keep it brief. LeBron James, the shit, right? The shit, the shit. James has dragged a bummy ass team of um, of of ragtag uh, competitors, right, to the NBA playoff finals. They're playing against the Golden State Warriors, uh, probably one of the best basketball teams for a very long time a very long time this is pretty much the same team that broke the Chicago Bulls winning record for a season didn't uh, win the, the uh, didn't win the they didn't win the championship, championship but they broke that record so the, this is this is a serious fucking basketball team uh, and so he's f- gone head to head with them in the finals first game is away so they're at Golden State everything against them one of the loudest crowds in in, in NBA um, uh, and they managed to get it um uh, to um, a tie game, right, with about uh, f- about four seconds left on the clock, something like that, four or five seconds left on the clock. Um, uh, so it's all tied up, and somebody, let me just get this straight, somebody uh, uh, is uh, gets fouled. Um, I think he, I can't remember exactly how it worked, but basically um, the, the, he missed the second free throw, right, Um uh, which would have which would have put them one point up with mm. with four or five seconds left, um, and and Jr. Smith guns in for the offensive rebound, grabs the rebound right, tie game. He grabs the ball literally under the basket. All he's got to do is put it in, or probably get fouled by a big player, one of the big players that stood near him to stop him from scoring the layup. He get two free throws, not one, at least one down. They would have won the game. He catches the ball right next to the basket, dribbles out from under the basket, out to the three-point line. Further, right. it's basically he went to the half-court line. What? Yeah, once he gets there, he then realises LeBron James has been open for about two seconds. He didn't pass it to him. And now there is not many players uh, on the planet that you'd pick over LeBron James to give the ball to with fucking three seconds left on the clock uh, when you just need one point to win. Um and he didn't pass it to him and then he turned around and someone someone you know covered LeBron James so he couldn't make the pass to him and then he turned around to try and make the pass to the corner and then that guy was covered as well so he just had to hold it LeBron panicked tried to call a timeout uh, the time expires and it's a tie game they go into overtime and they get absolutely smashed in overtime absolutely murdered in overtime and I think it might be it might be uh you know, I don't know. It might have spelt the end of any slight chance that they might have had already. They they had to steal that game to so be in with a chance of winning. What do you're a coach? What do you think that um, adds up to? Do you think it was a complete brain fart? Do you think he <laughs> well, um, yeah. his dad is going to be killed in a similar fashion to Michael Jordan's dad? Like, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, I think his dad is somewhere in Vegas with the mafia. Uh, and they were holding him to ransom. Now, I don't know, it's a weird one. We, I've talked about this with a couple of other people, and it feels like uh, there's a couple of options. First of all, he actually he wasn't paying attention, and he thought they were one point up, mm. which is entirely possible. 
um, and so he thought he'd dribble out the clock. All right. Uh, the other thing, and the thing, and that's what he appeared to say. All the lip readers were saying that's what he was saying to LeBron as they walked off the court. What? But in the press conference afterwards, did he? He said in the press conference afterwards, he said, um, "I thought I thought someone was going to call a timeout." So they had the ball, one last chance. He thought they were going to call a timeout. They go talk about what they were going to do, run a play, four seconds left, boom, try and get a shot. Mm. Um, uh, however, I, he could have called for the timeout. So I don't, that doesn't quite. But you can't make the T sign. Yeah, he could have picked the. You know, people do it all the time. He picks the ball up and he, you know, he shoves it under one arm and he makes the. I was, I was just being. I was just being like silly. Oh. Oh, <laughs> but I, but he um, he um, he. Uh, I don't know why he just didn't go up. Like he would have got fouled or you know whatever. So even if he thought that they were up, it still would have killed clock. You know. Yeah, even if you're know. even if you're um, even if you're one point up and there's like four seconds left, mm. just like pump fake and then just shoot and then they're gonna have like exactly. a, a second yeah, and exactly. a half left to score a three. Yeah. Now to exactly. be fair, it is the worst team in the world to. Like, give, uh, give an opening to yeah because like they yeah. will shoot a three from Steph Curry will shoot a three from <laughs> the like, you know, no from behind the line <laughs> does the ball from behind the, the, the his clock own start as soon, yeah, yeah does the clock start as soon as he throws the ball as, as soon as you touch it no it, starts, it should yeah. start when it touches someone's hands who's on the court and then he can yeah, be up does, by yeah. three no I don't know just I don't know I don't know what I'm, <laughs> what I'm trying to say Okay. Um, uh, so I don't know, fucking lunatic, but I'm loving the memes. So is JL Smith ever going to be allowed to play another game of basketball at the Cleveland Cavaliers? Who knows? LeBron looked pretty angry, screaming at him and all sorts. We need we'll to see. It's interesting. The game, the game two is tonight, and I'll be really interested to see if uh, he, he starts because he's been starting for him. Um, so yeah, there we go. Okay. We also need to discuss the fact that LeBron turned up to the press conference wearing a full suit, but instead of suit trousers, they were cut off shorts. Um, shorts. Did you see? You it, know, Nick? in uh, Anchorman, where he's not wearing any trousers underneath yes. the. Yeah, 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 It's like that, isn't yeah, it? That's what it felt. News like, reporter. Yeah. yeah. I've just been watching School of Rock, desk. and I can only assume that, like the end of School of Rock, it was a homage to ACDC to Angus. What's his, you're right. You're Australian. What's his name? Angus. Uh, Angus Young. Yeah, of course you'd know that. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> a fucking Aussie battler, aren't you, mate? Um, uh, yeah, I, sh- I assume it was a uh, it was him homaging him, but he had mm. a pair of sunglasses on, which looked like he'd borrowed like his mum's sunglasses. Yeah, his mum's got sunglasses from the seventies. Yeah, and he brought his mum's yeah. handbag with him. Yeah, <laughs> it was a bizarre look. I don't know. What, I don't know what it was all about. I just, I just think they all feel like they have to be trendsetters nowadays, don't they? That's the, that's the problem. But did he not think that when he stood up, put his sunglasses on, picked up the man bag, and showed his (laughs) bare calves, did he not think the (laughs) anger that I've just expressed in this press conference is potentially being undermined now? Yeah. Well. Well, I mean, he he wears shorts on the court. I mean, this is just an extension of the game, right? He was wearing his formal short shorts, John. What's the problem? I know. All his life, I made I made a good joke as well on Twitter. uh, (laughs) Did you? Yeah. (laughs) I made I made a good joke, and it got and it got two likes. So. Did you make a good joke, mate? Did you? Could you? Can you? Can you make it three likes, please, John? Yeah. Get on there now. What did it say? Uh, It was about him. Get it. Him. Uh, I don't know. No, it's about him dressing like a fucking private schoolboy. Yeah. <laughs> after getting schooled by go- the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, so after, 
after after game four, is he gonna after he gets swept, is he gonna dress like a broom? So uh, oh. get out, mate. <sighs> Is that why I only got two likes? That's some gentle humour right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's got to softball them in for you, mate. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, LeBron, bare legs. Nope, we've lost it. Lost it. Um, more like uh, Cleveland Cava Quiz, if you ask me. Hey! And Golden, Shower, go. Golden Shower Warriors? <laughs> 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 Is this your is this your like like porno remake of the NBA finals? Oh, no, it's it's um it's like the worst type of humor is calling people gay, and uh, it's like the, it's the most it's the least funny thing in the world. Therefore, doing it ironically is the most funny Hilarious. thing in the world. Yeah, um, yeah, it was just me and Liam. I was I spent last weekend with Liam, and uh, it was just everything was more like whatever. Isn't it, isn't that isn't it just you stealing Nick Mullins' entire act? More like Handy instead of yeah. Gandhi, maybe. Uh, no, Mull- <laughs> this is this is far too cerebral for Mullen. <laughs> <laughs> um, good. Um, so Jail Smith's going to be found dead in a dumpster. Um, sure. With a bronze boot print on his neck. The irony, of course, being that the R in J.R. Smith stands for rich and he's going to be murdered by Hillary Clinton, like Seth Rich was. Um, so yeah. that's, you know. Is he any relation of uh, J.R. Hartley? <laughs> yeah. No, I've got nothing. I was going to say, thinking like, uh, I was going to be like, some a joke about fishing, about fly they fishing. They don't even share the same name. <laughs> yeah, like, what the that's, not, you know, yeah that's, that's not, not how, how names work. work. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you see about uh, Roseanne this week getting fired for being a racist? Yeah, uh, I I heard about it. Um, I think Lena might have told me actually. Um, but go on, give us a, give us the rundown. Um, so she um, she's been a fucking head case for a long time. Such a head yeah. case that she did a photo shoot where she dressed as Hitler and um, cooked cookie like well like gingerbread men but they were Jewish gingerbread men in the oven. Um, wow. And, that, and that's not like something she did like the week before last. That's something she did like before the show even got renewed. She's like yeah, super yeah, yeah. into um, right-wing conspiracies like Pizzagate. Um, so she's been like thanking um, Donald Trump for freeing um, thousands of children from um, pedophile pimps and stuff like that on Twitter. She's clearly just completely out of her fucking mind. What, um, go on then. So what did she do? <clears throat> so she called, I can't remember who, what the name of the lady was, um, who was an Obama advisor, a um, member of the Muslim Brotherhood crossed with an ape. Oh, the lady oh, is Wasn't black. it from Planet of the Apes? Was that not it? I think it was just, a, it may have been from Planet of the Apes. Yeah, it was from Planet of the Apes actually because yeah. some of the right-wing commentary tried to um, say... Well, I mean, hang on a minute. Like, she does look like the Helen the Bottom Carter. Oh, um, get stuff. Which, which I love as a as a defense of, um, hey, that's not racist. He, here is a picture of a monkey, and I'm saying she looks exactly like this black woman. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
in all fairness, they do have exactly the same haircut. So ah. maybe that's what they were referencing. I don't feel mm. that was what Roseanne was referencing. Anyway, she blamed it on Ambient, but ABC cancelled the... Um, she blamed it on Ambient? Ambient, the sleeping yeah, tablet. The, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. So, yeah. So it gave Joe Rogan a brilliant opportunity. He's mates with Roseanne. So it gave him a brilliant opportunity to defend her by regaling us for the 900th time with the story about when Kevin James... Um, cooked himself a full dinner on Ambien and called the police because um, he thought his house had been burgled. So, yeah. <laughs> I th- I just think I I don't know I you know if, you, if she if she's got prior um, but also I don't understand how uh, people think that they can get away with doing with saying things like that uh, in in today's day and age. Like first of all, first of all, it's fucking despicable. Second of all. No one gets away with it anymore. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I think, but I think if you're in a, um, if you're super into like right wing conspiracy theories and stuff like that, you're following a ton of right wing Twitter accounts and you're seeing stuff like that every day. Yeah, it's the echo chamber effect. Yeah, isn't so it? you just like, think it's the yeah. discourse. Like, I think it's acceptable um, to um, build a, a gulag in my work and send um, people to it for re-education. And that's, and that's because I spend too much time on communist tanky Twitter. So, you know, it's the same thing. Um, <laughs> but you would, have, you would have thought she's heard something bad about people, you know, right-wing, right-wing people making comments on Twitter and then getting in trouble for it. Yeah, you would have thought um, she might have known about that. Milo, uh, he got he got his Twitter banned for calling uh, whoever uh, Leslie Jones, who starred in yeah. Ghostbusters. Uh, Lady yeah. Ghostbusters. He referred to yeah. her as an ape, yeah, and yeah. he got his Twitter deactivated for that. So, you know, yeah. that was. But he got thing. he got banned yeah. from the discourse because he um, said that it was fine to sleep with thirteen year old boys. So you know, and then all the Republican donors just jumped yeah. ship. Oh. And, yeah, I mean, we don't say yeah. that, guys. Come on. Um, <laughs> we do it we don't say it uh, what about um, but if you think like if you think about like some of the things that Trump's been saying around immigration and immigrants being animals and things like that you might Not get off. you might get confused and think mm. so I'm just burping into the mic now and um, that this yeah. is uh, completely acceptable yeah it kind of sets the precedent no uh, pun intended but uh, <laughs> there is literally um, no pro- it, you should, no pun there. The president, yeah, no precedent. It sounds like precedent, precedent, precedent. president. Yeah, no, I get it. Oh, yeah. whatever. It's Fucking doesn't matter. Words. It's fine. Fuck it. Right. Um, but yeah, if cut you've got it, the we'll uh, president of the United States, you know, basically dog whistling racist tropes, then I don't you know. even think that's dog whistling. I think that's just saying racist tropes. I think like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like dog whistle. The idea behind dog whistle is that it's that the people that you want to hear it can hear it so the racists if you say like um you know welfare queens for example was a phrase mm. that um reagan and the first george hw bush used to describe you know poor black people the idea mm. being that if you're not racist it sort of slips under the radar and, you, and then people think you're just talking about um about people on welfare but if you are racist it's clear that you're talking about black people on welfare Hmm. so um so yeah so but but saying you know i I suppose the 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 dog whistle bit is referring to all 
well, Mexican people, even though they're not, um, as MS-13 and constantly referring to MS-13 yeah. as, you know, as... Um, and then you can say, well, he was talking about when he called immigrants animals, he was talking about MS-13. Mm. But he's not, yeah. is he? You know, it's the... It's yeah, the same reason why every time a white person, a middle-aged white person in America, doesn't get the service they like at Taco Bell, they threaten to call ICE because <laughs> um, they're, yeah. you know, livid at the world. Anyway, the reason I brought up the Roseanne thing is because I saw, this is a pun, Nick. This is going to blow your mind because this is a, um, an actual pun and you're going to love this. Um, all it takes for a Roseanne to get cancelled is for Goodman to stand by and do nothing. Oh, oh, nice! Oh, I love it. Very That's good. from uh, Tom Neenan. Tom Neenan, take a bow. You're never going to hear this, but you well are. Well done, Tomo. You are my hero. Yeah, this week's hero of the week. Real ass dude of the week. Yeah, yeah. Sing it. Guy who guy who fucks guy who week. fucks the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've not got a good more like for Roseanne. Uh, yeah. More like Rose Matt? No, that's not one. <laughs> anyway. More like Hosan. Nick, you wanted to talk about um, the fact that I love the way you phrased this, that Lush have got a, um ACAB promotion yeah, going they on. they fucking went in hard at the Met. Um, <laughs> so Right, so, uh, no, there's this sort of, you know, the, the phrase ACAB, all cops are bastards because, you know, they protect the status quo and they, you know, racially aggravated assault and you know all of the bad things that the police do on a near constant basis um so what was it yeah lush cosmetics uh <laughs> had this campaign going where they were just talking about how there were police officers uh i think having relationship having fake relationships with people in order to spy on them so activists basically cops undercover cops were getting hooking up with activists yeah in order to spy on them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So and that's but Lush was, did a campaign that was uh, like trying to expose that this was happening. Yeah. So they had like this in their shop is, yeah, front, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Okay. saying like yeah. you know police lies and that you know this yeah. has been going on for like decades. It's, got, it's been going a long time. I remember yeah. when um, John the link you you shared to the uh, I can't remember what the chap's name is now, um, um, but that guy that guy that was a long time ago that was going on. I remember when the story broke and I thought it's a really it's a really weird thing because I guess. You, uh, where I mean, where I, d I don't know legally where the line is, where where is the line drawn? Well, they say that. it's they say it's not. So so what so what was what's been what's been going on forever um, is, and I literally mean forever since mm. there have been trade unions and left organisations. There's been police infiltration of those organisations because, yeah. as Nick rightly points out, the police are not here to protect you or me. You know, get burgled, give them a call, and see how long it takes them to turn up. But if uh, your, I don't know, what's a bit, what's a decent car? If your Ferrari gets stolen, you'll have fucking Met Police up the ass. They'll mm. they'll come out for you immediately. That we spend more money investigating bank robberies than a stolen than than is stolen in a bank robbery, and it's because they're there to protect the status quo. They're there to protect mm. um, the banks. Well, yeah, not just yeah, the banks, you know, but 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 rich people. That's yeah, what they're yeah, and private property. If you if you throw a brick at a bank window, yeah, the police will be there in seconds. Whereas you know, if you yeah. throw a brick at a homeless person, no one's going to give a shit. Yeah. Well, the police aren't anyway. 
Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so the infiltration of left-wing organisations is, is pretty much known. And the use of um, agent provocateurs is well known as well. The the scandal around this, um, and if you want to read about it, look at the hashtag on Twitter, SpyCops, hashtag SpyCops, um, or The Guardian's done a lot of work around this as well, is the use of um, of undercover cops making forming relationships with female activists to the extent that they um, there are examples of children that have been born by mm. you know between a female activist and a, and a male undercover cop who yeah. the, the then the undercover cop when his um, task is over just disappears yeah Jesus. and so so they, so they think the father's just just up and left not even that um, they don't know what's going on like yeah. yeah, but they think they think they think they're, they they still don't know he's a police officer. Yeah. So they mm. think the dad he's just been a deadbeat dad and he's just fucked off. Yeah, or the you know that he's just disappeared and like there's there's quite a lot of um, unease. Like if you're a if you're a hot, if you're like a proper left wing activist and you're doing like planned demonstration, maybe you're even doing direct action. You're doing like um, <coughs> like uh, civil disobedience or. Like acts of sabotage and um, mm. uh, what do you call it when you vandalism? Yeah, mm. um, there's a level of um, like conspiratoriality. Like you're, you know that this stuff goes on, and you don't know who to trust. And if you have a multi-year-long relationship with somebody that, and you have children by that person, and then suddenly they disappear. It could be that they're a deadbeat dad. It could be that they've had to go on the land because something's going to happen and now you're going to get the police like kicking in your door. Or mm. it could be something else. And so mm. it's it's almost used as like a destabilizing effect in these organizations. They say that the police say, the police, like Met Police, for example, who've come out and categorically um, apologize for everything, but are still refusing to, there's a um, currently a... Uh, um, what do you fucking call it? Uh, what was Levinson? I can't remember the word now. Inquiry. Inquiry. There's an inquiry going on at the moment, and the police are dragging their feet on it. Um, but uh, yeah, so they, yeah. they 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 know that they knew that this stuff was going on. They say, well, it, you know, it was against like standard operating procedure, and we never condoned it. But I don't believe mm. that for a second. Yeah. We know, for example, like, and I know this well, is well, a, well, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, you know, I would. Uh, Maybe maybe they don't condone it, but they don't do anything to stop it. Well, you know, even, they, they turn even, a blind eye. Even worse than that, that the reason why Lush had to take down their campaigns was because they were being harassed by undercover police officers. Like well, they were they were violence. saying it wasn't. It, they said it was saying it wasn't um, normal. It wasn't current police officers. It's ex police officers going in there, right? Yeah, and giving yeah. the staff dog shit. Mm. But we so know I, we know um, how the I, police act. So we know, like, if you look at um, to say that to say that it was, you know, maybe it wasn't condoned, but maybe a blind eye was turned. We know, for example, with if you look at um, if you look at uh, loyalist um, paramilitary informants in Northern Ireland, the police knew the acts of violence and even murders that were being committed by their own informants. And not even turned a blind eye, just refused to do anything about it. Like turning a blind mm. eye, like we're like, well, you know, we they were, you know, they were 
they knew they know what the rules are turning a blind eye is kind of like ignoring stuff that's going on it was actively encouraged like it was actively encouraging right. uh because it was like well you know we'll give you we'll get yeah. we'll let yeah, you yeah, off yeah, free yeah, yeah. i i what i find what i find uh, found interesting about it um was the kind of legalities of uh you know someone who is uh for lack of a better word fraudulently uh having sex with yeah. mm. another person and where and where does the line fall or in, in terms of is that is that sexual assault is well, that CPS rape? said it's not rape they yeah, said and, uh, and yeah in, under english law it's mm. not rape but you can right. go to you can go to prison and people have do you remember the woman in uh, up north i think she was either in liverpool or manchester who had a um like a like months long um affair with um well not affair but you know months long relationship sexual relationship with one of her friends and she said she was the friend said that she was posing as a man and right. they every time they had sex um the friend had to wear like a blindfold and like they never spoke or it was fucking weird she went to right. prison the girl who was like no it was a get that like, it was a sex game she knew mm. who i was anyway she said the, the woman who um, accused her of rape said um the only time she realized was when she um accidentally took the blindfold off and so, saw her female friend behind her with a fucking strap on on um she Fuck went you know. to, that's illegal like that's right that's if you like um i mean it's a bit trans panic but if for example um you had a relationship with somebody and you found out after the fact um that she was a trans woman mm. that uh, you know that misgendering i don't think actually now i don't think that would be the case but that could have been up until recently i think that could have been the case for uh mm. for her to be charged with rape mm. How is this any fucking different? Like you're not misgendering yourself. You're saying you're completely different. I mean, yeah, well, you could think well, like the difficulty. To I think if you said you're John, a millionaire and the, you weren't, but I think yes, right, exactly, yes. I think the difference is that's the, it's a difficult. It becomes a grey area then. And I uh, don't get me wrong. I think there should be some legislation to make this fucking illegal uh, because it's disgusting. But if I, you know, if if uh, and let's not pretend you haven't done it, John. You're in a nightclub and you tell a girl you're a record producer. I've and never you end told up a girl that I was with a record her, producer. Uh, uh, Stuart McLean once told that's... a girl that he was a, a trainee weatherman, and uh, <laughs> uh, Michael Fish was his um, <laughs> was his uncle. Howdy, bitch! So, so he so he'd be en route to prison as well. Then. I don't know. Um, yeah, probably for mis misrepresenting himself under yeah. that law. So, so it's quite difficult to legislate against. But it is. I, I think it needs some thought because. I, I don't know. It is um, that person would not have slept with with the police officer if they knew that he was a police well, officer? The other thing is, you've got like a, a you know a leftist who is engaging in good practice and actually you know working with organisations, and then a cop, and it's like, what do they have in common? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. you know how? Yeah, it just strikes me as odd that they could maintain. A relationship well, when well, they because he's pretending the, to be a he's, he's he doesn't know but, means, but like that means that like maybe the dude had to sit there and read the whole of like Das Kapital yeah, so probably. that he can like Mate, yeah. he was he was he was a career undercover Jesus. um uh, activist 
right, undercover well, yeah. police officer. We and, know he, and he he worked for the he's worked for the German government uh, yeah. in Germany. He's worked for uh, somewhere else as well, Belgium possibly. Um, and they and, the, and these governments like have had to kind of like you know put a blanket ban on answering questions about him and okay. stuff like that. So it's he more was like he was spy. he was fucking good yeah. at what he did, okay. but he was in there shagging birds and having relationships and stuff like that. Right. So so this brings me on to my next point then. Like so right that is that is against practice. They've paid out millions in payments to people, women who have, who have complained about this to the Metropolitan Police. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and, you know, the line is, we, yes, you know, they, bro- they broke the rules and that is, you know, absolutely horrendous and we're unapologetically sorry, have a, a couple of million quid, right? So why, uh, maybe they're already doing this, but why don't they use civilians? Why use police officers? If you're well, the they, Met they Police... They do use civilians as well. Why ever use a police officer? Because um, a police officer, for the same reason, like you're, because then they can go in and shag. The, the, my, my point is, you do, you do, you give them the same training. You know, you keep it all hush hush. Well, how would that they, be? You know, how would that be any different from them being? Yeah, a police officer? you're kind of turning them into a cop, basically. <laughs> because it, because they're not employed by the, by the police, so they can do whatever the fuck they well, want. The, yeah, well, but know, why like, would a civvy want to do it unless they were being paid? So they are being employed, aren't they? Yes, you but know, yes, like, but the, uh, a civilian informant is a very specific thing that is not a police officer. Right. So if I if I if I join a left wing uh, activist organization of my own volition and I get into a relationship with a woman in that organization and then I choose to go to the police and tell them everything that that is that that's being done in that organization, I've not broken any rules. So no. so they do but, use and they can pay they me use, for that as a civilian informant. They, they, yeah, they use civilians. They use confidential informants. But I suppose it's. Um, <clears throat> it's like different levels of like who are you going to trust to do that job properly like somebody that is just like what a volunteer like because the reason the way confidential informants work is they either they're either being paid um or it's a tit for tat so you know if you inform to this um i will you know we will turn a blind eye to that that's literally yeah. tit for tat. I've got this image now of like lots of leftists kind of going to their partners and trying to trick them into admitting that they're cops, like uh-huh. just as they're falling asleep. <laughs> Baby, honey, are you a, are you a cop? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if you were like Bingo Bango? Um, I don't actually. <laughs> I was about to do uh, Alpha Alpha Badger over and over <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah just catch them out yeah what's the NATO alphabet alpha badger he's fine let him through yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. let him drive the van um, yeah. no I think like um, uh, I think I think the thing is like the use I mean we know that we know that we knew that do you remember the fella who um, got accused of killing? What was her name? Her name was like Raquel something. She got beaten to death with a hammer. In that w- on Wimbledon Common. Don't remember. In the nineties. In the nineties. Anyway, they put an undercover police woman into his life, and sh- and she formed a relationship with him, um, and. Like and they were and it was a honey trap. So they were so assuming they were sleeping together. Um, I think it was the guy's name was Colin Stagg. Right. Um, so we know we know that. Um, and and to be honest, you can't in undercover um, in undercover uh, investigations. You can't have any limits. You can't say yeah. Like you're gonna go and in, in, you're gonna go and do a drug in, like drug 
infiltration. You're going to go and in, infiltrate organized cl- crime, but you yeah. can't break the law. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. They'll, they'll fake murders you can't, and you stuff can't, like you that. You can't taste the cocaine. Yeah, you know of course I mean? you can. Like, you're yeah. banging up your nose, you're shagging yes. yeah, hookers, yeah, yeah. That, you're doing whatever reminds, you can to yeah. get you ingratiated. That, um, that reminds me of that scene in The Wire where McNulty is just, uh, infiltrating yeah, the brothel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just love it when they run in and he's just like, sorry, the look on his yeah. face. <laughs> 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 Um, but yeah, like, so, and I think like, and there is obviously, I think it's priorities. It's like, they're so terrified that the left will like fucking blow up a power station that they'll send undercover agents in to suggest to a left, like an environmental um, group, oh yeah, guys, we should go and blow up a power station so they yeah. can then arrest it. And it's just, it's just bad priorities. Yeah. But mm. you know, if your if your yeah. job is to keep things on an even keel, no matter what, mm. you don't want people protesting a power station to get them arrested for it. It's like mm. it's like in America, like if you're a um, slightly simple Muslim fella, chances are at some point you're going to go to prison for the rest of your life for terrorism fella. because the F yeah thank you the FBI will um, set you up to commit a terrorist act. They'll give you the fucking bomb. And they'll yeah. say go for it, and then they then they arrest you, and you spend the rest of your life in a cage. It's it's this. Yeah, it's, I suppose yeah, it's fear bizarre. of the it's fear of what people could do if you left them alone. So yeah. we'll get them done for the thing that we're worried about them doing, and it also justifies, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, all you of know, our anti existences. anti-terrorism uh, organize or anti-terrorism efforts um, tie into like the surveillance state and general control of the mm. populace anyway. So, although you know heart disease, now that's something that obviously the government, yeah. you know, that's the number one killer. Yeah. Um, and the amount of e- effort comparatively that goes into anti-terrorism, when really you know how many victims do we have of? Yeah. terrorism yeah, yeah, yeah. you know is is tiny but the thing is is that there are added benefits to having a surveillance state that yeah. you know yeah, extend yeah. far beyond terrorism and it's you know yeah anyway it's fucked up talking about um the police so hold on before we move oh, on God. from that sorry mate no, just sorry, mate. so what so, so uh john you 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 are kind of, you kind of tacit acknowledgement there that you can't really put limits on undercover policing so what, what do you think what do you think about that situation? Do you think he should be able to get away with doing things like that? Do you think there should be other rules or what? No, I mean, I think it's, I think that it sh- the ends justify the means. And uh, like, if you're stopping a fucking nuclear bomb from going off in um, the middle of London, have at it. If you're stopping a child- <laughs> Knock sec- up a couple of birds. Yeah, if you're stopping a fucking <laughs> yeah. child sex trafficking ring, yeah. have at it. Yeah, if you're yeah, trying yeah. to stop Swampy and his mate from um, tying themselves to a tree, priorities. Like, think of, I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. more worried about the fucking money they spent on this. Like, yeah, let alone yeah. the three million quid that they gave to the women that they had kids with, that the undercover yeah. officers had kids with. Yeah, what about yeah. the fucking money that they must have invested into... Like, I see a policeman... The only reason I've seen a policeman in Hearn Hill any time recently... Is because there's fucking field day this weekend, and they're all around. You can't, you couldn't. Not, not, not because you were visiting that shop again. <laughs> um, you couldn't. Um, I, I uh, we, we can't talk about that anymore. Um, I, uh, I, you can't, you can't. Like the, Charlie used to, as my wife Charlie. For for the four people that listen to this that aren't somehow blood relatives of mine, my wife used to run a pub. 
And um, the amount of times that somebody would have to be kicked out of the pub for getting violent, the police would turn up and be like, yeah, there's nothing we can really do and just fuck off again. And that's mm. in that's in Brixton. That's not in like yeah. a leafy um, s- suburb. Like you can't get community policing. The reason that um, the murder rate in London has gone up has nothing to do with fucking drill music and has everything to yeah. do with the lack of community policing. Yeah. But if you want to investigate like Steve and his mates who are part of the fucking socialist workers network yeah. who are talking about... They're um, going to let a load of rabbits out of a lab. Yeah. Then yeah. don't worry, boys. Over time, look galore. <laughs> Get on it. Yeah, shag his wife. <laughs> well, shag yeah, my fine. wife while you're at it. I was it. thinking, uh, so... Around here, we don't actually not even have wife, police officers. Wife. It's uh, cardboard cutouts of police officers that yeah. get put in like the train stations. Yeah. And John. you're like, you're looking at, you're in WH Smith looking at one of the magazines, and then suddenly you turn and there's like this fucking levitating <laughs> copper just staring at you. And you're like, oh shit. John, have you seen these? Um, is it a policeman on a like a like a radio control car? No, 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 no. They're completely fucking stationary. Is it like the scene in Home Alone where Macaulay Culkin's trying to convince the burglars that the house is full? It's not even that sophisticated. They don't move. It's just a cardboard, full-size cardboard cutout of a policeman. And they put them in shops and and at train stations. But the thing is, like, from a distance, it does look like, you know, there's a copper standing there looking at you. Yes, so it's really effective. It's really effective for one second. Until you look and go, oh God, well, is that a policeman? But it, no, it's a cardboard it, cutout. I think there's like studies that show that it does have a marked, you know, this whole like, when you know that somebody's watching you or it's mm. kind of, it does have a marked psychological effect. You, you think uh, that someone might be watching you. Yeah. If they've gone to the effort of having cardboard yeah. police officers around. You know, if, if you catch... <laughs> <laughs> Which is catch less like effort a, than having an actual policeman there. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's quite interesting, but yeah. Yeah, weird. Weird as yeah. fuck. Well done, boys. Keeping us safe. Boys in blue. Did you boys ever in, know boys in cardboard. you're my hero? Tough job, mate. Give him a break. Tough job, yeah. It's um, a tough job. I mean, yeah, it is a tough job. It is a tough job yeah. being a fucking um, lackey of the state. Like, <laughs> because cause you'll, cause you'll be like arresting a like 32 year old heroin addict who like and you'll look at him and you'll be like yeah they, we, yeah we're really keeping the people safe and like and as you put him in the back of the van he throws up all down himself and you're thinking yeah got another another dirt bag off the streets and then you'll drive back and you'll put him into booking and then you'll like sit in the canteen for the next six hours pretending you're doing paperwork even though you're functionally illiterate and uh yeah you'll be you'll be really making people feeling safe at home but John. you know yeah, John, there's some good police officers out there. They don't control the budget cuts. No, I mean, like, I think, um, I think they you you need a police force. I'm not against um, the police per se, but who writes the who writes the rules? Who writes the paper? Who watches the watchmen? They're a bunch of like we don't trust politicians as far as we can fucking throw them, and yet they write the laws of the land. And then they have other people enforce them. And some of those people are nice people, but some of them are the type of person that would sniff a bike seat. So <laughs> like what do you want me to do? Like I didn't I didn't I didn't force these people. They joined 
if you, you know, the, yeah, the type of person that wants to be a policeman, there are two types of people. There are people that generally, genuinely believe in the greater good, yeah, but they're yeah. probably, I would say they're they're the minority. I'm not going to say exactly how what percentage I think because because you haven't got a clue. No, because I can have an opinion. Like I can oh, say okay. I could say it's you know probably ten percent of all police. Yeah, and the other type of policeman, and they're and these people are marked on a grade. So some people only minorly, some people fucking going home putting their taking all of their clothes off apart from their um, little policeman's helmet with a nipple on top and <laughs> absolutely sticking as many fingers up their ass as they can yeah. um, are the worst kind of Jobsworth prefect bullies who never had any real power so they got a uniform that yeah. get for the same reason that police use deep engine like deep engine sounds to instill fear as they're walking down the, the road they're the same type of person that'll push over a fucking um, uh, newspaper seller because he's walking too slowly in front of them and then yeah. brief the press that he was an alcoholic and that basically he deserved to die. Like, they're scum. They shouldn't be given any form of power. One, now, uh, one, one video that I've seen recently, which I have sent to you guys, is an FBI agent dancing in a club and he's like putting his moves on, he's got a circle of people around him and he does a backflip and his gun falls out of his pocket and goes off and shoots someone in the crowd. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nick, that was the next topic I was looking to bring oh, up. You, fuck. sir, oh, are fucking genius. Ah, oh, I need to see this video. It's, it's poetry. And he walks away with his hands up like, whoops, my bad. <laughs> Oh my god. Sorry, John, I didn't realise you had No, that no, not up. sorry. You've made my point Segway. for me. That's perfect. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. That's what, who's so protecting what, you. Do we know? Do we know what's happened? Do we know if if sorry, anyone died? Do we know? I assume that he's now the um, the head of Trump's um, police liaison. Yeah. <laughs> what a great to guy. To be fair, he did do a backflip. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. yeah. Did he land it? Yeah, he landed the backflip, well, um, and then his let him off, gun he? fell out and fucking shot someone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you have to see the video. It's it's hilarious. But yeah, the guy who got shot, I think, is okay because it, it was on the. It hit the deck and then just sort of fired along, so it probably got someone in the foot or something. Oh, right. But I mean, FBI agent, Jesus Jeez. Christ! You know, you, you see Clarice Starling doing all her yeah. training. If it was John, he wouldn't have had one in the chamber, would you, mate? I've always got one in the chamber, mate. <laughs> yeah, you would. Yeah, I would. Okay, I would be locked, cocked, and ready to rock. <laughs> More like one in the game. In the cl- <laughs> what bigger question is if you're an FBI agent out on a night out that you're so pissed that you decide to do a fucking backflip, why are you still carrying a gun? They just they carry them all the time, mate. You're never well, off in duty. In case ISIS well, come, you're never <laughs> off duty. How do you know he was drunk? Look, FBI <laughs> officers never the log one off. One time right? in my life, I tried to do a backflip. Um, I was the most drunk I've ever been. I ran down a road and I thought I can do a backflip. I jumped up to do a backflip. I got to the like the ninety degree line and mm. went, I'm gonna fucking do this and I got to just shy of hundred and eighty degrees before I landed almost directly on top of my head. <laughs> I love the fact that in that in that in that uh, you know, less than a second uh, that you were jumping uh, you managed to have the thought, I'm going to do this at 90 degrees. <laughs> no, I'm no, going to make it, Mum. Yeah. Nearly 180 degrees. I was thinking, I was thinking, it's just any second now, these feet are going to come back round and I'm going to hit It's like floor. a film, isn't there? Where that... did, did you know you can't, you can't jump for more, you can't be, you can't be off the ground for more than like a second. 
uh, I, the person, I can, I can the, be yeah. off the ground for more than the person with the the person with the like one of the highest vertical leaps in the NBA still only gets like 0.98 of a second. Like there is a limit, no matter how far you jump in, triple jumpers, anything like that. What if you jumped you're... off a large building? Come on, mate. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Nick. Logic. Yeah, don't do that. Facts. Uh, yeah. So yeah. if you're under your own steam jumping off the ground. You, yeah, a human being cannot oh, be okay. off the ground for more than a second, apparently. Okay. That's, that's well, on, on Earth. What they're like high jumps, though? A high jumper. Doing a Fosbury flop. They've got to be closer to a second. Over a second nah. Surely. Yeah, I probably, guess the yeah. momentum you carry into it, you're actually you're moving quicker, aren't you? That's So you're going up quicker and coming down quicker. Yeah. I, I need to put some thought into this, but I don't think it matters which point of your body hits the ground first there's got to be a theoretical limit but this should be a fucking this should be an Olympic event yeah yeah. how How long long do you keep your feet off the ground for (laughs) just guys jumping and then tucking their knees I mean I mean uh, not to be not to be but there is really no difference between that and like it's arbitrary who can run the quickest to that line over there who can jump highest off the floor yeah. Well, who can well, keep their feet off the floor for longest? And you'd be seeing people like shattering their knees. Yeah. Because they're like, if It'd I be great. just bend my, like that extra like millisecond as like I've bent my knees so my fucking heels are touching my ass and I'm just fucking pile driving my kneecaps into the concrete. What you doing could sand, do, though, to be fair, to probably. Is no, fucking, you could have like a concrete. relay, John. You could have like a relay race where you've got a team of people and as long as someone's in the air... At every point, <laughs> you know, and you got it all just so time to take off before the last person yeah, yeah. lands. And it's like, what team can stay <laughs> conceptually in the air for uh, the longest? Yeah, I want to do that. I think we've we've come up with a new category for the Olympics here, haven't we? Yeah, I like boys. That's got to be worth something. I was um, thinking, have you guys been paying attention to? Um, let me do that. Maybe with a pause. Have you guys been paying attention to um, Drake and Pusha T's beef? Yes. So good. Uh, briefly, Pusha um, T's diss track is incredible. Nick, I can uh, give you. A, I can give you a, a breakdown of it. If you I like, thought that I Push think will really. On... But this is right. This, he, this he is the was, thing. For he me, didn't right? come out good at out of this. It. Oh man, no, you should no, hear the diss track. No. Listen, listen. Like no. you, like, like. Be, this is what happens in in in, in rap beef. Is like, uh, you're a shit rapper. Your mum's a hoe. Right. That's what that's what happens yeah, yeah. in right. This this is he. So, he hold on. Is that why I've been seeing all those tweets about uh, Drake being dead? Because he just got yeah, bodied yeah, yeah. by exactly, push. yeah, 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 and he he was like he Pusha T must have hired a team of fucking PIs <laughs> to investigate this guy. Pusha T's talk- in line for the Pulitzer Prize next year. It's like incredible. his level of investigative journalism <laughs> is it's like him Woodward and Bernstein. He Mate, got have, you got, and Bernstein have you got the lyrics to- there in front of you, John? Uh, I haven't, but I can pull them up. I'm intrigued now. I'll get them. I'll get them. Well, it's going to be the outro song, I think. It's either going to be that or Fuck the Police. Um, nah, let's have the. Oh, well, that's quite good, actually. Give but Drake, Drake isn't the hardest target to go for, if you know what I mean. I, I do know what you mean. Drake is Drake feels pretty soft to me, a soft target. Yeah. Um, you know, Pusha T is like a. It's great, it's great beef. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Great yeah. beef. He's gone for it. Uh, yeah, he fucking goes in. It's brilliant. John, do you want me to do it? Or? No, I've got it now. You're going to just pull it up now. Um, so the bit that... Um, it's from the beginning. It's from the fucking first line, basically. 
Well, no, I mean, it is good all the way through, but the bit that we really need to talk about. Well, actually, let me just let me just quickly let me tell you, Nick. This is going to explain the beef to you in a way I think you can understand. Um, this is from at Leon on Twitter, and he says he's trying to understand this beef. So basically, Drake is Ash Ketchum, and Pusha T is Gary Oak. <laughs> yes. And then Gary found out Ash wore blackface and had a secret baby with a porn star. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> All right. I, yeah. I, I, I have accrued no new knowledge. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah that's good. <laughs> so, yeah. So, they, so, basically, he says, like, because um, uh, Drake made a reference to um, Pusha T's fiance. He uh-huh. says, since you name dropped my fiance... Let them know who you chose as your Beyonce. Um, Sophie knows better as your baby mother. Cleaned her up for IG, but the stench is on her. A baby, baby's involved. It's deeper than rap. We talking character. Let me keep with the facts. You hiding a child? Let the boy come home. Deadbeat motherfucker playing Border Patrol. So basically, he got a porn star in France knocked up, and yeah. uh, and he's uh, Pusha T's um, gone and found the son. Oh, I, well, there was. I think there I was, saw fuck pictures. It, there was somebody said on um, Twitter. I can't remember who it was, but they basically said, "I'm not that impressed with Pusha T." Fifty Cent would have um, gone and found the boy and taken him to Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it's. Um, it's a, it's a it's a really good I can't remember what the beat is I think it's a um, he talks about him he talks about he also talks about him uh, oh story dad. of OJ that's he, it he talks about his dad leaving when he was like um, so Pusha T talks about um, uh, Drake's dad leaving him when he was five years yeah. old Ooh. and his and his mum never managing to remarry uh, and and like all this kind of stuff so like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah and then and then he and then he says and he's like oh and you two you 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 like I can't remember the exact lyrics, but it's like he's, he was—he uh, felt um, self-conscious about like his skin color, yeah, uh, yeah, and wasn't sure where he sat, and never wanted to grow his hair out because he couldn't yeah. grow a proper afro, yeah, because yeah, yeah. it wouldn't happen enough. <laughs> and he's called Aubrey. <laughs> he's called Aubrey Graham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was just like, that is—he has done his research. Yeah, I wouldn't go off to push. It, that's not a good look. No, I don't want to be a—I um, don't want to be stereotypical, but. Pusha T racist? grew up in fucking um, yeah. I don't want to be a racist, but Pusha mm. T grew up in, on a fucking um, council estate in Baltimore. Is he Baltimore or is he Vermont? I can't. No, remember. no, Virginia. Virginia, that's it. West Virginia. Yeah. Um, and I can't imagine that his dad was knocking around. Like just knows, statistically, knows, mate? just statistically. I mean, I might cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who knows, mate. Anyway, it's a great song, and I might it's let good. it be the exit. What's has has Aubrey Graham responded to that track yet? Um, yeah, he put out a um, so so basically the the picture um, that was on the uh, like the SoundCloud um, was of was literally of Drake in blackface. Yeah, um, and he put out a like he put out a fucking um, press release explaining himself. <laughs> Who did? Drake. 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 Did he? Yeah. Which is, I mean, oh, if you God. wanted to, if you wanted to um, prove to everybody that you are white. <laughs> yeah. Put out a fucking press, <laughs> release, press release in the middle <laughs> yeah, of a yeah. rap battle. Like of a fucking beef. 
What is going on? What was I'm it? not he a said, rapper. Was, so, so my, so my understanding is that the, the when he black when he did blackface, it, he was modelling for a uh, a Canadian label that were called Two Black Guys, uh, spelt T O O, and uh, and uh, and and that they they're actually their their whole the ethos behind their label is to kind of point out. Um, uh, you know, to to comment on on black rights and and all that kind of stuff. So that's that was that was my impression, and that's what that label kind of stood for. I thought. Well, what he said was, so he said, um, this was not from a clothing brand shoot or my music career. This picture is from 2007, a time in my life when I was an actor and I was working on a project that was about young black actors struggling to get roles, being stereotyped and typecast. The photos represented how African Americans were once wor- wrongfully portrayed in entertainment. I'm getting much better at reading, aren't I? Yeah, we're done. Um, yeah, it is me. Um, he said that it was him and uh, his friend at the time, his best friend at the time, Mazen El Sadig, an actor from Sudan, were attempting to use our voice to bring awareness to the issues we dealt with all the time as black actors or auditions. What really annoys me is that he could have portmanteaued black actors and said blackters blackters because yeah, that's yeah. the acceptable term yeah you got you got you got a portmanteau whenever you can yeah. yeah um this was to highlight and raise our frustrations with not always getting a fair chance in the industry and to make a point that the struggle for black actors has not changed much i assume he's doing it in the voice that i'm doing at the moment yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah anyway. but you know drake should stick to that kind of thing that's obviously you know yeah yeah do pop don't don't beef yeah it's very rare that um somebody gets murdered twice in a career um but he was also (laughs) killed when he was shot in the back um when he was in degrassi high or whatever it's called as wheelchair oh yeah when he was in a wheelchair oh no he wasn't murdered was he came back didn't he wheelchair jimmy yeah (laughs) anyway drake well on drake good lad not bad. Um, so, do you want to talk about Evil Genius before we sign off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you watched it? So, me and Charlie have watched the first episode, um, yeah. and then we fell asleep at some point in the second episode. Ah, can you um, just remind me yeah. what this is about? Because I haven't. Uh, so, there's a new new series on Netflix yeah. called um, called Evil Genius, and it's uh, from the same studio as Making a Murder. Oh, right. It's that same kind of, yeah, real life. It's that kind of a vibe, yeah, yeah. True crime kind of documentary. Um, but, yeah, John, I've, I've, I, like, the first episode, I I was actually shocked at, like, the final scene in the first episode. Did that not... What, that there was a body in the freezer? No, the first episode. Yeah, the end of the first episode is they're ringing the... Um they're ringing the woman up the woman uh, sorry the man there's a man ringing up the police fucking hell John there's a man ringing up the police saying um, oh there's a body in a freezer I think that's the start of episode 2 isn't it no that's the end of the first episode oh right do you mean when he actually gets blown up yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the end that's like halfway through the first episode that's fucked up yeah, yeah 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 it's fucked up mate I was, I was like I was in shock you did not think you were going to see it no I mean, we've kind of ruined it for Nick now, anyway. But uh, no, not really. But yeah, well, I, I don't Nick, actually you know, have you'll Netflix. You know the story. So, 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 remember- so, yeah. So this dude basically walks into a bank in America mm. um, with a um, with a bomb, what looks like a bomb strapped around his neck, uh, and he walks up and he's like, you know, give me the money out of the register, otherwise they're going to set the bomb off. 
Like someone's someone's literally locked this bomb to my neck, and they've told me I have to come in there to Fuck. get the money. And this is a this is a real. setup too, yeah, real, real, real. Yeah. Um, and then and then so he walks out and he goes outside, and obviously the police are called, and he like drives around the corner, and um, and there was this elaborate series of series of instructions and like a fucking treasure hunt, you know what I mean? Oh, like wow. go to this place yeah, is the yeah. next clue, get to this place, and we will you know we will t- take the bomb off and all this kind of stuff. So there were like hundreds of steps, some proper like Die Hard three type shit, exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And he gets and he comes out and anyway. So he doesn't even get to the fucking second clue, and the police make him sit down in front of a police car, and they call the bomb squad, and the bomb squad don't get there in time, and all that kind of stuff. And the guy's like got this weird kind of nervous energy about him. He's far far too relaxed given the situation, but still something slightly off about the dude. Um, and I was like, I was watching, it, I was thinking, this is fucking bizarre, but that's obviously a fake bomb. Um, and uh, yeah, and then just all of a sudden, ticking stops, boom, blows up. And you fucking what? see it. You see it, actual footage as well. You see it blow. Um, it's not like a huge explosion, but it kills him. But it's like a noticeable explosion, yeah. Oh, mate, it is. Jesus. It goes bang. And th- so this is a this actually happened. This yeah, it happened in 2003, yeah. This is, this is footage, police camera footage of, of the thing going off. Um, uh, and they do, the, yeah, they do this investigation into this woman, basically. But um, yeah, it's quite, it's, it's quite interesting. Oh, I'll have to watch that. Um, yeah. yeah, it's worth a watch. That's I mean, I, you know, story. I've got a lot of anime to get through. <laughs> uh, so, got to watch all my animes first, and yeah. then I'll watch that. Which, what are you on at the moment? I, I don't actually really watch it. No, right? Rick was about to get super excited. Yeah, I was hoping you might be watching this. No, yeah. I, well, yeah. I'll, I'll read... Full Metal Alchemist. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll read manga, like I'll read Berserk. That's a popular one for me. Um... But you know, I got uh, I bought the first uh, episode. What about Attack on Titan? No. Yeah, never really got into that. What about Demon Seed? Like deep. Oh, that's so. Is that like a nineties one? No, I don't know. I can't remember. There's one. Wait a second. Um, Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, all the classics. Yeah. Well, that's our soiree into anime over with. (laughs) John, where have you gone? Sorry, I'm trying to... Um, there was a... Oh, for fuck's sake. There was... I was talking to somebody um, about manga and anime. Um, and they were like... Uh, they were like, oh my other. God. Sorry, sorry. They were like, oh my God, you've got to see this. Um, you've got to see this... Um, Fuck's sake, Fucking mate! Hell. Come on, boy. <laughs> so Chris. Um, but Should we talk about something find. else? I think it was anyway. Yeah, fuck, it gives a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you can't remember the name of it, it's, it's not going to mean anything. <laughs> but basically, he was like, I was like, I was, he was like, oh yeah, I watch, I watch um, anime. I was like, oh yeah, you got any good ones to recommend? He's like, well, what have you seen? I was like, well, I've seen Ghost in the Shell. I've seen Akira, and he mm. was like. And it was something like Demon Seed or something like oh, that. Like, uh, oh, yeah, no, is he, it any good? And he's like, yeah, 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 it's No, really I think good. he'll probably no, be no, no, referring to... I know to, what Apple Seed is. Uh, no, he'll be referring to the seminal 90s classic, Yurotsuki Doji, which was like the Demon Overlord. Demon Overlord? That yeah, was fucking yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah. I went to fucking HMV, bought it, 
took it it's home. It's the most fucked up thing ever. And I was like, Charlie, I've got a, got a film we should watch. Oh my God, you... And we you, sat down and watched fu- it. Oh, dude. And within about 15 minutes, it's that dude. proper hentai tentacle form. Yeah. Right, the 90s, <laughs> man. Oh, n- 90s anime was just like the most super brutal, like really full on. And now it's all just like stupid, cutesy bullshit. Yeah, like, now it's like... But you... Yeah, you don't want to buy that boarding without... school besties. Yeah, slice of life <laughs> shit. Yeah. yeah. But, so you bought that without knowing what it was and sat yeah, down with Charlie. Like if, oh. It was like a guy that I knew <laughs> from the pub. It's like the most was perverted like, film ever made. Yeah, and he was like, uh, oh, he was oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was this? Was this at the, the Feathers? No, no, no. This was at um, <laughs> the commercial. Not Yeah, the oh, commercial right. in Guildford. Yeah, That's brilliant. He worked at behind the bar. He was a nice guy. And I was like, I can't speak to him anymore. Jesus Christ. You know. At least you didn't sit down with like the parents or something. Like, fucking mean, hell. I tell you what, it was tough going, but you know I came. But it was, yeah. <laughs> Charlie made her money that night. Fucking hell! Yeah, that was censored in the UK for like years. It was censored. It was censored when I watched it, but it, I got the point. I got the gist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I knew you'd know that, Nick. You fucking filthy boy. <laughs> <laughs> right in his wheelhouse. Yeah. Um. Any other business, boys? Before we sign off. Nah. I think we're done. I don't think we've done all right there. Yeah. Um, just a quick one. Absolutely huge fact that I found out today. Did you know that um, Sir Isaac Newton was 23 when he found the... Um, when he... only oh, he said invented gravity. When he discovered gravity? When he like came up with the theory of gravity. Yeah. Oh, wow. But less impressive than when you find out that Britney Spears was only 21 when she wrote and performed the song Toxic. So... Uh, all right. You know, well, who's better? Uh, that, well, yeah. to be honest, the uh, producers, uh, uh, Shy and Blood or whatever they're called, wrote the most Neptunes. of that song. <laughs> oh no, it no, wasn't. It's too, no, too Swedish. I'm thinking of Slave for Swedish. You. It was the, it was the yeah, Swedish yeah. guys, yeah. No, Toxic was like two Swedish producers. Uh, also, I'm watching the Defiant ones this week. The uh, um, the documentary, uh, It's on. you can get it on Netflix, about Dre... Um, and the guy, the, the producer dude that he's done loads of work with, yeah. uh, uh, it's called the Defiant Ones. Watch the first two minutes, five minutes, whatever it was earlier. A fucking awesome start to it. So check that out. We'll talk about it next week. Have you seen the? Um, have you seen Straight Outta Compton the film about no, NWA? Not yet. No. Yeah, I, yeah. It's quite a long. It's quite a fucking long film. But, uh, <laughs> it's, it's a. Yeah. It's quite a shit film. Um, it's also quite a good film. Uh, yeah, just to oh, yeah. walk that ones. line. The only reason it's really yeah. shit is at the end um, when Dre when um, Dre is leaving Death Row, and he's going to Suge Knight. I'm leaving. I'm not going to do the voice. And he's like, yeah, I'm leaving. And uh, Suge Knight's like, Oh yeah, where are you going to go then? He's yeah, like, I'm going to start my own label. And he's like, Oh yeah, what are you going to call it? And he goes, After. And then that's the end of the film. Yeah. And like, I don't know enough about Dr. Dre that it took me like oh. 20, it took me like a good 20 seconds to click in my head from um, from the Chronic 2000 um, the Aftermath was the name of his record label. Oh, right. I was like, <laughs> anyway, that what, was the end. That's what what supposed to, be to go big. out on then? What a bombshell to go out. Um, this is the bombshell that we're choosing to go out on as well. Bingo. Um, Follow us on Twitter at goodashellcast. Email us goodashellpodcast at gmail.com. Master Commander, if you could send me through the next cipher um, that I've got to decode to 
find out who you are that'd be fantastic do you reckon it might um, be the woman from evil genius I'm gonna fucking wake up with a bomb round my neck and a fucking scavenger hunt round Brockwell Park. You know Brockwell what? It's probably Park. John. It's probably a cop. It's an it's undercover Jigsaw. cop. It is. It's an undercover cop. Yeah. Do you reckon Charlie's an undercover cop? It's um, yeah. I reckon it is actually. No, I think it's um, what's his name from um, Die Hard. John McClane. No, the other one. Oh, the what? Hans Gruber. No, the black guy. Oh, Samuel L. Jackson. No, from Die Hard One, his oh, mate, who's the policeman. Powell. Yeah. Oh what's shit. Um. Yeah, 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 Powell. yeah. No, what's his? Oh, I know this dude. Um, Carl. Carl no. Winslow. Carl from, Winslow. Um, yeah, from, yeah, yeah. Um, the one with did I do that? What was that called? Did anyway. he die recently? Yeah, I, I think he did. Yeah. Oh, all right. Rest in power, Carl. His hmm. name is Carl, in it, isn't it? Yeah, no, Carl. Carl. No, they the don't Winslow. have two Carls, no, do they? Powell. Yeah, it's Powell. It's not Carl Powell, is it, though? It's no, Carl, no, the, the it? actor's name is, is Carl. Carl Winslow. But yes. what's the character called in Die Hard? Uh, Sergeant R. Powell. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, rest in power, Carl Winslow. Um, he was the right type of cop. He was one of the 10% that I was talking about. He just wants to make a difference, yeah? And he made a difference that night, that Christmas Eve. 1989 Nakatomi Plaza yeah yeah. John McClane needed a friend and yeah. he was there for him yeah and I tell you what um, they weren't handing out medals that night but if they bloody were he would have got one I don't know I don't know where I was going to go with John, that John where are you going with this I don't know anyway we tried um, to finish the episode five minutes ago <laughs> okay um, every week every week um, alright then well take care guys lots of love cheers See you later. Bye.
Bones for Love.